Original 16 gives you the chance to win one of three Calgary Flames fan experiences. Details in the new limited edition 15 packs of Canadian Pale Ale. Original 16, official beer sponsor of the Calgary Flames. Must be of legal drinking age, no purchase necessary. Hello and welcome to the uh, Flames TV Live postgame show. It's brought to you by Original 16 as the Calgary Flames wrapped up a six-game homestand in a matinee affair against uh, the New Jersey Devils here today. And uh, they'll do so in losing fashion as the New Jersey Devils come from behind. Uh, this time, it was the opposition that trailed after one and uh, make good on a comeback victory. 4-2 the final here today. Uh, Brendan Parker alongside Ryan Dietrich almost said tonight. We'll, uh, we'll start the fine fun for tonight. Uh, it is a day game, but um, you know I think uh, you know it's been talked about for the last couple of weeks. Starts. It's been a theme here for the Calgary Flames. They got one here today and yet uh, end up on the losing side. How'd you see it go down? Yeah, great start. I actually thought, uh, for my money anyway, that's probably the best first period the Flames have played all season, to be quite honest with you. Um, the one disappointment, I suppose, you put up 13 shots in that period, you get the goal to get that lead, as you alluded to. Um, when you have a period like that, you probably want to put a few more on the board and get the opponent on their heels. This one sort of allowed the Devils to stay in the game, and I thought in that second period started to wrestle the game back just a little bit in their favor. Then we were starting to wonder, could there be another third period comeback in the work for the Flames this time? And I think that was the most surprising thing for me, is that front half of that third period, especially New Jersey's kind of able to extend the lead. The Flames did show some spunk again late in the game, but once you put yourself in that hole, um, it's been talked about, as you mentioned, uh, very difficult to fight out of again. Yeah, no question about it. And uh, a couple of odd breaks. Uh, that second goal for sure would be one that, uh, as we'll take a look at here shortly, um, you know, obviously it, you know, kind of bounces a couple of times and uh, the clearing sure. attempt ends up in the back of your net. But, um, you know, overall, probably a period you're, you're almost lucky in some ways to be just down by one coming out of. Yeah, for sure. And, and like you said, those were tough breaks. So those are situations where it kind of tests the metal of the group, right? How can you respond to some tough breaks like that and, you know, bounce back, not let them get you down? I think this team has proven to be quite resilient. Yeah. Um, so they were able to set themselves up for a, for a strong finish. They just weren't able to have it this time. Not this time, no, and uh, it, they obviously got within one and uh, a couple of looks late stages of, and, uh, of the game. And we'll take a look at it. Let's say as we roll the highlights now and see uh, how this all went down here today. And, uh, you know, there was one uh, one look specifically that will stand out that we'll uh, take a look at after that. It doesn't include the goals pack, but early in the second period. This is how the scoring started, though, and it was Sharon Govich against his former team, and this is... One heck of a play to get it out of the, the zone and then one heck of a finish on the other. Yeah, you said it. Blake Coleman kind of returning the favor after some uh, shorthanded work the other night too. But look, this breakaway, that's some high skill from Jaeger Sharangovich. We've seen in the shootouts and on his breakaway tries this season. Silky, smooth and tight. And you know what? You love to see the emotion. I think that's the most we've seen out of this guy all season. But coming against your former team, that's got to feel good. Yeah, why not? Sixth of the season for Sharangovich. And uh, you know that one had to feel good. But uh, this was the second period in how things started to shift towards the visitors. Nico Heischer, the captain, with a beautiful finish off the uh, turnover and eventually a nice pass that sets him up short side. Yeah, puck management, a real theme for the Flames here today. And, you know, that's a tough one for Blake Coleman, but you also have to admire the play from Luke Hughes. That's an aggressive play to step up and force yeah, that turnover, pinch. but he makes it. If he fails in that situation, that's likely a two-on-one going back the other way, but kind of shows the kind of player the Devils have on the blue line there. So Luke Hughes makes that play to start it, uh, Jesper Bratt and then Nico Heischer, and then this is the one that uh, was kind of a fortuitous bounce for the visitors. 
Blake Coleman ends up trying to play this out of the uh, tough area. Wolf does well to stand his ground on the first attempt by Heischer, but the puck bounces off a body and in. Yeah, and challenged by the Flames too. Really interesting to see what the call was going to be. We weren't really sure in a situation like this, but the contact, I think the referee said, by Blake Coleman sort of forcing Heischer into Dustin Wolf. He doesn't have a chance to reset. Blake Coleman's just trying to get a clear, and it takes that funky ricochet. So bad break all around. Uh, the goaltender interference challenge we might dip into a little bit more, but uh, a tough break there for the Flames. Yeah, so Brad gets credit. Uh, that for him is his 11th of the season. He's already got a two-point game at that point. And then this is the goal early in the third period to make it 3-1. And uh, another one that's just sort of catarans off of a leg. And we think it might have gone off of Dylan Dubé originally, but it's still awarded or credited to Timo Meyer at this point. So he gets credit for his sixth. Yeah, Meyer celebrating like that was his, that's for sure. But, you know, again, puck management, a tough one for Dustin Wolf there. He's making the right play. He wants to get the quick up to Noah Hannafin along the boards. But, uh, you know, the pass is about eight inches off. That forces the turnover. And again, capitalizing on turnovers. Now watch the celebration here at the end. There's, there's Meyer who says, that's yours. You yeah, go you ahead, go. you, you lead you the flyby. <laughs> so maybe that's a little hint as to where that goal will eventually be uh, credited to. Hat tip to uh, Andy LeBlanc who uh, spotted that on the way back to the flyby bench. And uh, this is where the life started to get back into the building. And there you see Kadri with a little bit of, all right, let's go, let's go. They're down by two. So this goal set up by Rasmus Anderson makes it a one goal game. Yeah, you said it, Rasmus Anderson. When he's at his best, he's doing this right here, jumping up in the play with speed. And I love that. After he dishes off, you noted in real time, he kind of pulls the defender with him. And in the process, it almost creates kind of a flyby screen for Nazem Kadri to go in perfectly play shot. Yeah, it was nice patience there by Rasmus, not only to hold the puck inside the zone, but just to wait as he gained closer uh, to the net. And then from 195 feet, we'll say, maybe 198 even, uh, by yeah. the time he backed that thing up, uh, that was Heischer from long range, right into the middle of the net. And uh, that would be the insurance marker for the New Jersey Devils, second of the game, sixth goal of the season, and the New Jersey Devils pull off the 4-2 win. Not for a lack of late chances for the Calgary Flames. Maybe just before we go into the room, guys, if we could, I just wanted to go back to maybe what you'd see as the turning point uh, potentially looking back on this game because I thought, um, you know, obviously you mentioned 13 shots, outplayed them in the first period, only had the one goal to show for it, but it was the Huberto chance early in the second period. Yes. And if we could just show that, um, because obviously this is still early stages, I believe first shift. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first shift of the second period, which looked like another, you know, real efficient uh, line, a shift by the line of Backlund, Coleman, and, uh, and Huberto. And uh, once again, Rasmus right in the middle of it. And this was, uh, you know, one opportunity on the other side. It was blocked by uh, Coleman's shot and then Huberto's. Uh, it might kind of looks like Manichek does get a piece of that piece, in some form. But, yeah. but it's probably going wide anyway. Yeah, but. it's just, you know, one of those ones where Tough you feel one. like that probably nine times out of ten ends up at the back of the net. That's a 2 nothing game at that point, if not uh, for, uh, for, for a few, you know, extra pressure and, and a few different uh, momentum swings. But um, in instead... It ends up 2-1 coming out of that period. Yeah, they, the Devils definitely seem to get some life from that because you're yeah. right, that could have been pretty early in the game, but that could have been curtains in some way. And again, it was that line, that backland huberto coleman line leading the way. Flames had six scoring chances in the first period. They were responsible for four of them. Yep. I mean, that's, that's high output. Um, tough bounce there. What could be? I mean, those, when you're trying to battle back in games and claw out of deficits, yeah, you're going to be so. looking back at those missed opportunities. All right, let's go inside the Flames locker room and uh, let's hear from uh, one of the leaders on this team, Blake Coleman. He was the hero on Thursday night and uh, tonight he's speaking, I should say today, speaking post-game today. Turn over on the first one. Um, you know, shoot it off a guy into the net. Second one and then another, another uh, bad bounce off our own guy on the, on the third goal. So, um, 
yeah, just uh, it's frustrating because I felt like we had that game in hand and, and should have taken care of it. Yeah, that's probably not to repeat what you just said, but just the idea of not being able to take advantage of a really good first period has to kind of sting too because I know you've been used to digging out of late. Yeah, I mean, that's why it's frustrating. I think we finally got the start we were looking for and um, like I said, I, I don't think we could have played a better first period. I thought um, we controlled the play, only come out of it with a one nothing lead, probably should have been more. Great start with the second period. A um, couple missed opportunities early in the second and, you know, they got they got talented players and, you know, if you let a team hang around while they're not feeling their best and, um, you know, they can make you pay later in the game and that's what happened. What did you see on the contact and the go ahead goal in the second? What did you see on that? Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I was, you know, I talked brief, briefly with uh, the refs about it and call is what it is and I can't really speculate on it. Um, you know, they felt that, you know, there was enough contact uh, from our guys, from me and from Raz and me, and um, you, you know, it's unfortunate. It ends up in the net, and it's a tough one. It's, you know, they're doing their jobs as best they can, and um, obviously, I'd like to see that go the other way. Just as a competitor, and I want to win the game, and but it is what it is, and um, you know, it's part of the difference. It did feel like a game like where the bounces didn't go your way, but based on what you're saying, I mean, you are—it's more your pressure performance. Not the performance. I mean, guys worked hard. I, you know, he ran out of gas a little bit, I thought, uh, second half of the second, first portion of the third period. But um, that game should have been well in hand by then, in my opinion. So um, it's just one that those sting a little bit more when you felt like you, you could have uh, really put the gas down early and we just weren't able to find ways to put pucks in. Did you feel snake bit on those two plays that you were involved in just felt like those are bad bounces? Yeah, I mean, it's the way it goes. Um, some games, puck bounces in your favor, and some games it doesn't. Um, frustrating, you know. You try to do the right thing every time you're on the ice, and, you know, my my thought on that play is to get it out of the chaos and out of harm's way, and, of course, it just uh, was a shin pad and off one of our defenseman's legs. and uh, Yeah, but we'll get those bounces down the road. Thanks, all right, there's uh, some uh, some thoughts from uh, Blake Coleman and, um, you know, I think kind of described it uh, pretty adequately and, you know, talking a little bit about felt like that was a game that um, should have been well in hand, I think is the words he used. For sure. And like he mentioned, the fact that they got the start that they wanted. They've been talking about it for a week now, constantly falling behind in games, not a chance to get in the driver's seat and really dictate. That's exactly what they did tonight. Like we said, probably one of their best first periods of the season. So... Uh, to get that one nothing lead, for sure disappointing that you're not able to build on it and you allow a team, in their mind, you sort of allowed them. That's yeah. that's the turn here. You allowed them to get back in this game and, yeah. and take it away from you. Uh, let's talk about um, a couple of guys playing their former teams here today. Uh, the off-season the off trade, I think it was June 26th, uh, just prior to the NHL draft in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, Yegor Sharangovich uh, acquired by the Calgary Flames. Tyler Toffoli goes the other way. Third-round pick in there as well. Um, just, you know, a night or a day, we were... <laughs> Say night again. Um, no, but it's a, yeah, obviously a big game. Those are ones that uh, you immediately circle on the calendar. I'm sure Toffoli was looking forward to that on the other side, but uh, Sharon Govis certainly uh, was a player who stood out here today and uh, generated his looks, which uh, I'm sure this game meant a lot to him too. Yeah, and that's why we were talking about the uh, the emotion that he showed after scoring that goal. That's fantastic stuff. Yeah. And 
just <laughs> typically a guy who really has ice in his veins. He's, he's pretty stoic no matter what's happening out there. But, um, you know, this is great to see. I mean, he, we've seen the soft hands all season from him. Uh, but this stuff is on another level. He's got to bring that in and corral it real tight before elevating on the yeah. backhand. And, you know, it's just a taste of what we've seen lately. And, and I think beyond the goal scoring and the offense, which obviously tonight he was factored in heavily, but he's giving the Flames real important minutes right now. Special teams, shorthanded. We saw him factor in on the Coleman goal the other night, shorthanded as well. So this yeah. is a guy that's able to play all around your lineup. He seems to fit like a glove no matter who he's playing with as well. But you love to see some of the chemistry he's now developing. And, uh, you know, we talked about this last year too when guys like Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Wieger came on board. You've got to get adapted to a new team and find your comfort level. It looks like Yeager Sharangovich is starting to find that here. Yeah, no question about it. And obviously got that uh, huge goal right at the end of the first period, which did give the Flames early lead. Sharangovich uh, meeting with the media after the game here today as well. Uh, one of the big stars for the Flames, uh, one of the guys that uh, was certainly going all day long. Wasted an opportunity after a very good first period. Yeah, we had the... You know, yeah, good first period, but after I maybe a little bit slow down, you know, and did a couple of mistakes in neutral zone, like offense blue line, and where we should like maybe chip it in and go hard for check, you know, we just did like turnovers and we slowed down at this time. You, how good did that feel though to score the goal against your old team? Yeah, it feels good when they score to all team, but it's it's not enough for the game. Can you can you take us through your goal? Uh, I just saw it like when Kozi had a battle close to the board and I a little bit cheated, you know, went to neutral zone and Kozi just chipped in and I went to 1-0 and just scored. You feel like you have good chemistry with Blake on the penalty kill? He mentioned that in the last game when you set him up for the short-handed goal. Yeah, we had, you know, we played like all games together in PK and I think we do it well. How much credit do you give to Vanacek tonight? I mean, yeah, he played well. <laughs> Thank you. All right, uh, there's Yegor uh, Sharangovich, obviously uh, talking about playing against his former team and then scoring against his former team. Uh, I want to switch the conversation a little bit over to uh, Rasmus Anderson and some of the work. We, we talked, saw it in the goal uh, late stages, just uh, making sure that he got that puck into the zone and then uh, setting up Nazem Kadri, but just kind of all over it here uh, again tonight for the Flames. Yeah, now a four-game point streak for Rasmus Anderson too, and it's all because of what you saw on that uh, play with Nazem Kadri. He's jumping up and getting himself involved offensively getting those feet moving too and you know even there was even a point in this game where we saw again that sort of set piece off the face off where they get yeah. the draw win and he hustles straight to the net Coming so down, there's a real uh, recognition that he can involve himself on the offensive side he's put up the numbers in the past no question um, but now and you love to see that too how about the defense but yeah this is a guy that we've seen so much of the flames offense come from the blue line this year and we know it's a scoring by committee type of team right now. He's taking it upon himself to be a leader that way. And guess what? We're seeing this pack here all over the ice. He's making an impact. Real high level, high skill plays. You love to see it. Yeah, a couple of block shots, including two uh, on Tyler Toffoli, his former teammate. Uh, a couple of real good ones, two point blank, and uh, one that hurt. Uh, and then second <laughs> one had to lay in front of the next one. So there was yeah. two real good ones on that one sequence alone. Four block shots. Had the one uh, one assist here today as well, uh, Rasmus Anderson. Uh, good on the back end for the Calgary Flames and among the leaders in ice time as well. But let's hear from uh, the captain now. Let's uh, We go back inside the Calgary Flames locker room. Hear from Michael Backlund. Yeah, yeah, really good first period. Uh, I thought we were playing with some pace and 
We're good in the four check and the second thought we got away from it. Um, still tight game, but I thought, yeah, we made it hard on ourselves. We wasn't playing as fast and we weren't as efficient and good on four check in the second. And then you know, had to chase in the third. And lots of chances too, right? You have posts, you have an empty net for the most part there. Uh, I just wonder, I mean, the frustration level when you know you've come oh so close to kind of making it more of a game. Yeah, um, even in the first, I thought we could have been up more than we were. Um, and yeah, in the second, um, we had some looks and same in the third. But at the end of the day, we got to um, play the same way for 60 minutes if we want to win this league. In that first period, is that a lack of execution offensively, or do you credit their goalie, or where do you come out on that? No, I thought we were, you know, we're sharp, we're playing well. Um, yeah, maybe the last pass or the last shot wasn't quite there at uh, times, and they goalie made some saves. Um, um, overall, it was a better first period than we had in a long time. How bad do you feel for a teammate like your, your line mate, Coleman, just he got two really bad bounces, the, the giveaway for the first goal and the, the rebound on the second? Yeah, um, I mean, second was a really tough break. Um, even the third goal I heard bounced off a couple guys and went in. So um, a couple of really tough breaks, um, those two goals. Um, Ten and eight, though, we let him back in and have to play so well in the first. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Original 16 gives you the chance to win one of three Calgary Flames fan experiences. Details in the new limited edition 15 packs of Canadian Pale Ale. Original 16, official beer sponsor of the Calgary Flames. Must be of legal drinking age, no purchase necessary. All right, Flames TV Live, the post-game show brought to you by Original 16. Brendan Parker alongside Ryan Dietrich here as uh, we wrap up this six-game homestand in a matinee tilt against the New Jersey Devils. 4-2 the final, though. The Devils uh, escape with a victory. 3-3 three and three are the Flames on this homestand. As uh, we wrap up the post-game show, though, we'll uh, hear from the head coach, Ryan Huska. Here's what he had to say post-game. Went into the decision to have uh, Dustin as your starter tonight. Uh, we have a little bit of the flu bug going through. It was supposed to be Vladdy, but Vladdy was not well yesterday. So. What did you see on the go-ahead goal? You obviously saw enough that you thought that should come back. What did you? Well, I mean, we talked about before um, our last game, the guys in the room have a lot of different views. And um, really, we didn't feel there was a push on our part for him to go into the goalie. So that's why we challenged. Yep. I know it's never as simple as, the, as this, and I'm not trying to say it's why you lost, but it did, did it just feel like the bounces weren't fully going your guys' way? Uh, yeah, well, no, it's not why we lost, but tonight was one of those nights where there were a few weird ones, that's for sure. We hit a few crossbars um, tonight. We missed some chances, and at the end of the day, um, those are the opportunities on our part. We have to find a way to put away at key moments of the game early in the second period. Uh, we had a great first period. We need to score early in that second period to... Um, put them on their heels a little bit more. So those are opportunities that we let get away from us tonight. Bowman actually said that's what frustrated him about the game was he felt like you guys could have put it away early yep. and didn't. We had chances for sure to do that. But um, when you let a good team hang around, one or two mistakes like we made on a couple of their goals, um, they end up biting you. What did you think of Coronado's play today? I thought he was. He had some, some chances with the puck. He also gave some pucks up tonight. So I thought, I thought he was okay tonight. You had in the first period, you didn't have the same jam. Uh, well, we lost. I, I thought we lost our speed through the middle of the ice, which made us successful in the first period. So 
that um, I think you can um, put on maybe the decisions that we were making. We gave the puck back to them a little bit too much in the in the second period. First period, we moved the puck really well, and we did a good job of keeping it away from their defensemen. And when they had that the puck, we put them under some pretty good pressure, but we got away from that a little bit in the second period. When when that part of your game gets away, is there a way during the game to get it back, or is it one of those things that's hard to really get back in the bottle once you lost it? Well, there's two teams. Like they're, They did some things better in the second and third period as well, without a doubt. Um, but you just keep reminding your guys of why they had success in the first period. So that's kind of hockey sometimes. Anything different going to getting the start you wanted tonight rather than the games we've talked about lately? No, it's funny. You know, We prepare them the same way, and, and more often than not, they prepare themselves uh, the proper way too. Um, tonight, I really liked our energy that we had in the first period, and I thought we um, we put them on our, on their heels, which is something that we want to do. We just we have to find a way to do that consistently. But there was nothing really different in regards to how we prepared them. What did you think of Coronado tonight? Uh, I mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah. I was gonna with Dustin Wolf's game. Is that a tough one when one goes off, well, two go off beat that go into the net? How, what is your sense of Dustin's game? I thought he played well tonight. He made a young mistake on the the one puck handle, the last goal. Um, you know, and unfortunately, whether it hits a foot or a stick on the way to the net, uh, those things happen. But I thought he played well for us tonight, for this afternoon. It did, it, did, it did seem like maybe the, the Coleman line was fighting it a little bit. Yep. How do you see there? I agree. You know, I hate the term puck luck because you earn your breaks in yep. life, but uh, it did seem like there were some pretty bad bounces that went against you tonight. There, there were some funny ones. I would agree with you there, but again, you know, you got to find a way to make good on your opportunities, and and when you have something that goes against you, you want to make sure you're backing your teammate up so uh, it doesn't end up in the back of our net. You guys finish this home do, Sorry, what does it do to a bench when, when a player misses an open net? Uh, it happens. It's part of the game. I mean, they they kind of ride the wave of emotion like all of us do. You think it's going in, and then it, it doesn't end up going in. So they're probably thinking like the coaches were, how did it not go in? Um, but it's part of the game, and they're, they've all been around that before. You guys finished the homestand 3-3. Three and three. Yep. Just generally, what what's your perception of, of these last six games? Um, a little bit up and down, I guess, like you, you could see from the record. Yeah. Okay, thank you, guys. All right, summarized pretty well there, both uh, the game and the homestand uh, by the head coach, Ryan Huska. Now you turn your attention back to the road. It's been nice to uh, unpack. I believe it was Nazem Kadri that said that, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, spend uh, close to two weeks here on home ice, six straight games, and uh, now you got to load up and get ready for a few tough tests here on the road. Real tough tests. In the first two games, you get the last two cup winners, so there's not a lot of time to, to reset for this one. But yeah. I know, Brendan, I'm curious because Ryan Husker alluded to it there, the flu bug that's going through the room. Yeah, Martin Pospisil, Walker Dewar, Dan yeah. Bladar was a little bit under the weather today. A two, AJ, AJ Greer, Greer mispracticed yesterday, did yeah. play, but uh, clearly something circulating inside that room right now. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they find their, find their legs and maybe manage the rest because we know in back-to-back -back games and a three and four, it's going to be difficult to do, but it's a big challenge. Let's see if they're up for it. That is the next test. It'll be a road trip upcoming as uh, the Colorado Avalanche will be the uh, next opponent coming up. Uh, the first of back-to-back -back games on the road. It'll be the Vegas School of the Knights after that on Tuesday, so a Monday, Tuesday on the road before wrapping it up in Minnesota. As for today, it was the first of the next-gen series here at the Scotiabank Saddledome, a 2 p.m. start against the New Jersey Devils. It's the visitors that take this one 4-2 the final. There you see the next game. It is the first of back-to-backs. It's the second trip into Colorado on Monday. The next home game comes your way on Saturday, December the 16th against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Another couple of
there's a nice little string here and a nice little theme. All right, we'll step aside here. Thanks for watching the Flames postgame live, brought to you by Original 16. We'll see you back here at the Dome on Saturday next week.